Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reaction Shots for September 2022. This month, we are talking about FMVs, baby. Fums. Fums. Full motion video. So we're breaking from format a little bit here. We're actually kind of talking about Bibio games a little bit, sort of. But they're movies, too. Everything counts if you don't, if you're not a hard ass. Everyone counts. No one quits. No, what is it? Everyone something. No one quits. We either live together. No, no. Or we no. die alone. Talking about the rough Rico's Roughnecks. I haven't seen that. Starship Troopers. I know what it is, but I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Starship Troopers? I've seen Starship Troopers. Yeah, it's in. I haven't seen the cartoon. No, it's Rico's in. Roughnecks. It's in Starship Troopers. Oh, it's I've in, seen Starship Troopers like eighty there. times. It's in there. It's what. I don't remember though. Yeah, that sure. light keeps falling down bothering me it's off camera it's if like you hadn't seen starship troopers we would have stopped this and gone to watch it <laughs> right watch now watch it right yeah. now podcast is apparently shooting late tonight so i'm stuck here forever but uh no i have seen starship troopers we're doing uh behind the scenes tier this month hey everyone in the behind the scenes watching us live that's twenty dollars and up on patreon the film club is seven dollars and up on patreon i really love everybody in there thank you all for being in there uh, that gets you in on the discussion. That's from where I pull the discussion questions. Mm-hmm. Well, I write the questions. I read the answers in the show. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're talking about full motion video. Honestly, one of my favorite things in games. It's so... It's so Yeah, I love it. It's so, like, chintzy and weird, and it's I, wonderful. I have a very limited... Thanks for being on the show. Very limited. Yeah. Very, <laughs> very limited uh, expertise with uh, FMV games. Are those lights just not on for this show? What Something's botched. Something is botched. Oh, I just up. never turned on these lights, I think. Got it. You've been dealing with a lot of shit this morning. It's kind of a chaotic day. Yeah, it's a chaotic there day. We nice. There we go. Oh, half the lights weren't even on. Nice. <laughs> just getting started here. This is staying in. Hell yeah. This may not surprise you, but I'm leaving this in the episode. I like how they like <laughs> flicker on. Yeah, they flicker on. I actually inc- uh, incorporated that into Mysterious Monsters because the lights flicker when they turn off. So I made it like, oh, the power in the lab is shutting down. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, so yeah. Um, before we get into the main topic, we have a what did you what did you see lately? What have you seen lately? So much shit. Best year ever. Best year ever of TV. Oh, yeah? In the history of television. I don't really see any movies anymore. I don't have anyone to go with. I wanted I'll to see I wanted to see Nope and Barbarian and shit, but I missed them. So. Elise told me she went and saw Barbarian and nice. liked it. Because it had a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, so everyone is like, oh, man, just got to see this movie. Why do you hate everything? <laughs> like I hate Rotten Tomatoes. You hate when people don't go to see Because I went to, to go thing. to the movie. You hate it, when they do go to see I, the I, thing. I was actually... Uh, in the area, and I almost was gonna see it because uh-huh. I was I I was like, dude, I got then free you saw time. A group of, of no, and of then other was, people saying, I heard this movie. It was good. it was a Wednesday at like three p.m. and it was like a sold out show, and I was like, what the fuck? This is Rotten Tomatoes. Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. Make that money. Make that money. But Alamo they, but Draft it fucked House. me because I didn't get to see it. Go sold see it out. at a different time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He's over it. Yeah, it was. Okay. It. That, it was, it was, that was it. That was that my was shot. That's shot. with with movie theaters now. That's how it is. Kind of. It's like yo. I nope miss, is still in theaters. By the way, there's one. Alamo's got it. There's one showing a day by my house. It's like at 10 p.m. Alamo's got it. And I've been like too tired and shit. So I can't get a read on if you love or hate the Alamo now. Because we last time was thing. excellent. Last yeah. time was excellent. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, best year of all time for TV, House of the Dragon fucking rips. And really? And I literally count down every goddamn minute until fucking Sunday at 6 p.m. Because it's we, the best. As we learned in the little pre-show, in the behind the scenes tier, you so synchronize right. your watch to to the atomic clock yeah. daily. Yeah. The doomsday clock yeah. has moved forward so one your clock, minute. Your clock just said, <laughs> oh, it did again? No, I'm just talking about Watchmen. Oh, oh, oh. Well, <laughs> dude, I mean, the Doomsday Clock <laughs> I mean, is like, yeah. it's at like 12.59 or whatever, <laughs> like 11.59 oh and 59 seconds. Like, they think we're going to die any second, that <laughs> yeah. clock. 
Uh, House of the Dragon is amazing because it's small scale and intimate and just incredibly acted. And my I, friend love hates that and loves Lord of the Rings. Rings of Power. Love Lord of the Rings. Rings of Power. Rings of Power is incredible as well. Galadriel hype. I gotta um, watch it. I it is. That. Both of these shows are so good. Like every week, I am just waiting and counting down the days. Uh, I really like them because they're small scale right now. They're they're like, especially House of the Dragon is about like four people in one place, like good basically. So, and then Lord of the Rings as well. It's like picking up obviously, but it still feels like focused and intimate, and you know not. they got they got Calabrimbor in there yet. Calabrimbor, Calabrimbor, Calabrimbor has revealed himself. Oh I will say that. I oh will my say God. that. Yeah, I just love Calabrimbor yeah. because of you. Because the damn games. Because you, Calabrimbor. Because yeah. of you, just yeah. yelling Calabrimbor all the time. I'm like, Brad what are you too, saying? Brad too. Brad too. We love yelling it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me want to. Oh my God! Every time I watch an episode, I want to play the old Shadow of War, Shadow of Mortar games. I'm just like, ah. Did you see the news? No. I sent you the news. I didn't see it. I just saw it, like moments before filming, so I didn't even have time to read the whole article. They've greenlit a sequel series to uh, Blade Runner 2049 oh. on Amazon. Blade Runner 2099. Dude. Who's involved? Anyone known uh, yet? Scott Free Production Company. Okay, okay. Alcon, I think. Like... I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Yo, TV's good right now. Amazon's it should be good. Amazon's just puking money all over the damn place while HBO guts itself and throws itself onto a highway. Insane. Best year of all time for TV. So those both are on. Watching yeah. She-Hulk as well. That's on. I, I haven't seen it yet. Delightful. Okay. It's, I gotta watch it. In my opinion, you know, I don't want to get into it. I hate getting into the MCU nowadays. It's just out of control. Yeah, you to hate me, yeah. To me... Famously hateful person. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. like any I don't like any games, any movies, <laughs> any shows at all. Everything sucks. Yeah. Uh, it, everything has just been like swimming in sevens, which is fine. This is me. how I feel all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that to me is phase four in a nutshell is like swimming in sevens. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Black Widow was chill. Black Widow is my favorite. I liked Black Widow. Dude, Black Widow to me is a 10. It's one of my top five MCU movies of all time. Don't at me. Thank Don't you very much. Um, She-Hulk is cool. It's, I think it helps because it's like kind of structured anthology style where it's like, yeah, there's a, there's a narrative going through, but like every episode still kind of feels like its own standalone thing. Okay. So it like doesn't take itself too seriously because of that. Whereas like, you know. Moon Knight and Winter Soldier and stuff is like each episode is like ramping up, gearing towards something. And this is kind of just like it's just chill, you know? It's Jennifer Walters just being a lawyer and like dealing with She Hulk stuff. And it's yeah, like last episode, I was like laughing out loud because it was actually funny. So does Matt Murdock show up? Don't tell me. They're not saying anything. Don't tell me. He's a lawyer, you know? Yeah. Um, Best year of all time for TV. Cobra Kai's on as well right now. Sophia it doesn't stop. It. it doesn't stop. I've watched uh, uh, this season specifically. It it feels deep, rich colors. It feels <laughs> deep and rich. Like yeah. previous Cobra Kai seasons, I would like not necessarily binge at all, but I would watch multiple episodes. Yeah. This season, I watch one at a time, and I'm like, dude, I'm good. Like, yeah. st- stop. Like come back later tonight or tomorrow. So I like it because each episode feels really full. Uh, and it's like hard R this season. It's like violent. Whoa. And like, dude, a couple F-bombs are getting dropped. Oh, like, really? Yeah. I thought they were always swearing. Yeah. Did I, it start as a YouTube thing and then Netflix yep. like bought it? Yeah, it was on okay. YouTube for seasons one and two, I believe. Okay. Definitely season one. Pretty sure season two. And then, yeah, Netflix. Okay. So, so good. You can't swear on YouTube. I, can you? <laughs> yes. I mean, if you were like a this is YouTube official YouTube. show, though. Oh, yeah. You probably just have to put it behind know. like the age yeah, thing yeah, or whatever. Um, yeah, best year of all time for TV. Sandman! Sandman was sick! Sandman hype! Watched that, too. I'm so glad that you liked Sandman. I loved oh. it. I loved it. Yo, ASMR, his voice. Oh, my God. Dude, his voice. Yeah. Uh, I'm a casual, so I did like the first half more. Yeah. It's a little more traditional, you know, straightforward, kind of like on a quest type thing. 
Yeah. You know, he has a mission. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything. But then the second half is kind of like my favorite part. Really either, introspective. My favorite part. Yeah. In the books yeah. is actually the next part after season one, cool. where season one ended. Cool, cool, cool. They tease it at the end. I'm not going to say specifically, okay. but like, hell yeah, that's my favorite part. The favorite book. Are, are they going to do another season? I'm I, scared. Who I'm knows? Scared. Netflix. Who knows? It's yeah. like their number one show for weeks. Yeah, and they're still just like, eh. Please. And yet they'll like they'll renew like. Some crappy teen drama yeah, that costs like yeah. four dollars, like before it's even premiered. Yeah, three season like immediate yeah. order. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. like cool it, guys. Like, please more sand. The oh, I have not watched the bonus episode. That's the only one. But it's I nice. Fi- cool. It's nice. Yeah, I finished the. It's a it's a two part like two different little vignettes. Nice. The first part is fine. The second part I think they did really well. Nice. And then lastly, I wanted to give a quick shout out. Uh, when I had COVID. I watched A League of Their Own, the, the TV show? show. Lesbian Instagram is going crazy. LG, I was your fuck yes. Because I don't have <laughs> I haven't a, watched it yet. I have no, I, oh my God, validation, vindication. Yeah, because I was like, is this, I, I'm not LGBTQ, so I don't know. But like when I finished it, I was like, fucking LGBTQ showcase. <laughs> Show finally, yeah, like showpiece, dude. It is so good. Such good characters in this show. We needed the win. I literally watched all eight episodes in one sitting. Damn, the whole show. I had COVID, so I was like fucking incapacitated. But I watched the entire thing in one go. Here's my thing. Loved it. What? When does it take place? The forties. Okay. Yeah. I always get nervous about, and this is part of why I didn't yeah. get into Maisel and stuff too, yeah. and certainly not Handmaid's Tale, where it's just like stuff about the oppression of women and like trying to make it in the in a man's world. Yeah. It just stresses me out so much because I'm like, yeah. it just makes me depressed because I'm like, we're still doing this. Yeah, we're so by and large, yeah. like it's better, but like we're still dealing with it. Yeah. And so it's just like, yeah, so like watching a show in the 40s where I'm like, that happened to me two days ago, (laughs) (laughs) you know, straight up, straight Uh, up. I get that. But yeah, like my therapist was talking about it. Nice. All of Instagram, like everything I see is like, this girl was like proud lesbian daughter because her dad was just like watching it on his own. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, (laughs) into it. She like came in and he was watching it. Yes. Uh, So yeah, apparently I should watch it. I really liked it. It it was really good. Really, really good. I got to see it. Yeah. It's only eight episodes. So I've been watching. Sophia's been putting on this thing by this YouTuber called Billiam. Billiam. It's like an Two two videos, but like a three hour one and like a six hour one oh, talking yeah. about Lost. Oh yeah, yeah. You told so me it yes. feels like I've been rewatching Lost. Um, yes, kind of awesome. These videos, <laughs> sort of. It's sort of like lets you feel like you've rewatched. You're rewatching Lost without having tell to us, sit through Lost. Tell us one thing, Billiam taught you that you did not know about oh, Lost. Man. Give me, give us one insight. Lots of stuff. Well, he's using like interviews of Damon Lindelof talking like after the fact. Got and it. so like I'm learning a lot from those where oh, okay. it's just like, yeah, JJ had a bunch of ideas in the mystery box. And then we we're just he's like, they've got a hatch and they're trying the whole season to get into the hatch. And then and then in the last episode, they open the hatch and, and Damon's like, OK, cool. What's in the hatch? And He's like, I don't know. You'll figure it out. And it's just like. Classic J.J. Abrams. And it's just nice that he's like talking (laughs) candidly about it like later. Yeah. Yo, the hatch. But it's apparently like, I didn't know, I learned from Billiam that it started as like a pet project by this one crazy ABC executive and like nobody wanted to make it and they were like this island show and it like started off as like a different thing where it was like they wanted it to be like a fictional survivor and like just straight up serious like drama on an island, no weird shit. Yeah. And like they did like a bunch of drafts and everyone hated it. They were like, this is terrible. And so then Damon Lindelof got brought in and like they were all thinking it was a dead end project, but Damon just wanted to work, wanted a gig on Alias. Yeah. So he was like, sure, I'll give it a shot. And then it like, you know, became a sensation. But like they made the two part pilot without having like any real idea of anything. Um. I mean, I think they thought about like some stuff, like yeah. overarching stuff that I won't say, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's wild. Hell yeah! We I'll watched... never forget watching that with my family, the pilot. Oh yeah, so iconic. Oh, it was a sensation. Yeah, I actually got to it late, but like, oh man, yeah. lost the zeitgeist, dude. Hell yeah! 
Um, we 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 rewatched Goldeneye. Yeah, we did. And that was a real blast. Such good, like so many computers nowadays, like CG <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like everything. Like so, I was like where are we going? Yeah, here? just the movies just felt so like natural and like raw and gritty and just like I just love when they're on location and, and not on a fucking green screen, you know, yeah. a soundstage. Like, I'm really they're, they're burning walking out. in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> really burning out on the the Disney volume stage. Yeah, yeah. Like really burning out on it. Yeah, really burning out on it. Zero hype for Andor. I'm like just do, the Gilroy do new. Star Wars, please. Tony Gilroy involved, like everyone writing and directing. Like it Andor, could be cool. I hope it's cool. Is good. I hope it's good. There's 24 episodes already committed. Holy crap! Isla, isn't that fucking insane? Two 12 episode seasons already locked. Wow, that's yeah. longer than like all the other stuff. <laughs> for the show that no one asked for. Yeah. It'll probably be amazing. No one asked for Better Call Saul, really. True. We know what happened there. No one asked for Obi-Wan, and it was not good. <laughs> or Boba Fett, yeah. and it was not good. Yeah. Hey, people were asking for Boba. We always People were asking Boba for Boba Fett, Fett and yeah. we were wrong. We yeah. were wrong to ask. <laughs> we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do a sick boat like Tarantino was talking about doing a Star Trek movie a while ago, remember? Yeah, What yeah. about a Boba Fett Tarantino movie? Jeez. I wouldn't want him to get... I, honestly, I get, wouldn't, I wouldn't away, wish that upon yeah. him. Yeah. You're so right. Like, they wouldn't, so let, him, right. They wouldn't let him do his thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, with, with Spider-Man, uh, Raimi, you know, Doctor Strange yeah. 2, whatever, the Raimi stuff, yeah. I was actually shocked the amount of Raimi he sure. got to be, you know? Yeah. But it was still like sanitized and yeah, Disneyified and. I feel like he, yeah, you could. It's so funny, Doctor Strange, because you can see. Okay, oh, Raimi, you want to do this here? All right, all right, yeah, 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 you can have exactly, this. You can exactly, have this. exactly. You like see the exact parts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, you want to speed up the camera? Mm, no, no. <laughs> So good. Uh, what what the hell else have I watched? I loved, obviously, I loved the Sandman. I've read Sandman. the ser- most of the series. Read nothing. Um, Great entry point for. Oh, uh, it's the a phenomenal. Yeah. Like they honestly, yeah. they. I, I know some people were raising a stink about the changes, but like honestly, I think they just made it better. Yeah. They updated it for a modern era. Yeah. And just kind of like smoothed out the edges, and they made it make a little more sense for TV. Like yeah. an adaptation, you have to change things. Like the Corinthian in the book is kind of just like, eh. And he's like fucking incredible in the show. Shout out to Boyd Holbrook. Literally being a 10 out of 10 every single time I see the guy in a movie. Every single time. Is he the Corinthian? Yes. Yeah. And he's in Logan. Perfect casting casting for that guy. He's the Corinthian. The Predator is one of the worst movies ever, but like he was good in it. Like he's he's Uh, always awesome. That's the only Predator movie I think I haven't seen. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I like Um, to pray. Hell yeah. Shut up, Bloodworth. Yeah, Bloodworth. <laughs> Expectations, Bloodworth. I want to, speaking of Sandman, I want to at the end of the year, because I, I, I don't want to uh, Hill House anyone. Yeah. Because like the end of the year, I want to go over like the best episodes of mm-hmm. the year. What do you mean you don't want to Hill House? Because I don't want to say which episode it is. Oh, oh! I yeah, see what yeah, you're yeah. saying. I see what you're saying. But I, but I wanted, I want to go over some of the best episodes of the year because Sandman yeah. has a really good one. Stranger Things had a really good one. Stranger Things was pretty dude. Cool, Sandman man. had one of the best episodes I've seen. Like which ever. one? I'm not gonna say anything. Well, offline. Hold offline. the hold the number up under the table. And now I'm trying to remember we which one that is. It. We talked about I, it. We'll talk about it later. We I talked remember. about. I it. watched the show when it came <laughs> out. Not three months later. <laughs> it's old news to me. It's like Elden Ring. Elden Ring um, came out 14 years ago. Yeah, Elden Ring <laughs> came out in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably saw some other stuff. I just don't remember. It'll come. I saw Nope. That was cool. Jealous. I'm jealous. I saw Atlantis tonight. Yeah, Atlantis tonight. See. All these shows Atlanta. are on at the same time. It's I gotta absurd. watch Atlanta. It's absurd. I feel like there's another amazing show I was watching, but now I don't remember what it was. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. I think Rotten Tomatoes if, if, is good. Oh, if I was CEO of Rotten Tomatoes. Only murders in the building. That was really good. Nice. If I was the CEO of Rotten Tomatoes right now, Isla, uh-huh. I would make 
three out of fives no longer fresh. Those are rotten. Mm. Those are rotten. 3.5 out of five for a fresh. Fresh. Because you see these 100% movies, a three out of five, three out of five. Yeah, three. yeah, it's yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's perfect. It's a perfect film. Flawed system. It is all tens. Sorted out, Rotten Tomatoes. It, too much it's, power. It's, too much power. Well, but it's like it's like being an, a personality on the internet, right? It's like people's interpretation is flawed. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it bothers me when sure. people are wrong about what <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes means. Yes. Like, it's it's not 100% doesn't mean it's a perfect movie. Yes. It means that 100%, current. according to their system, yeah. have passed in the pass-fail of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Well, they need to make it more clear for yeah. the people who have no idea what the hell it is. They should have, like, a flashing banner that says, like, here's something. how this works. <laughs> yeah, they should have something. Yeah. Anyway. It's a personal gripe. It's a very it's personal, like, personal, it's a, it is my Jones gripe. It, it's weird because it <laughs> makes it seem less, like it makes it seem like more movies should be fresh or maybe I guess a bunch of movies are fresh because it seems like a lot of movies aren't getting 2.5s, you know? Yeah. But I guess a lot of systems are out of five. So a lot of people do give twos. Yeah. Two out of four though yeah. is like bad. Is but that a fresh? Two out of four is, is rotten, I think but three out of five is fresh. It makes no that's sense. A weird, that's weird. Yeah. Three out of fives. Get them out, dude. But change guess, the system. But I guess on a five star, 2.5 is 50%, and yeah. that would be rotten too. Yeah. So a 2.5 on a five star would be rotten just as a two is on a four. So it's yeah. like if you're giving it a, a 50%. Yeah. It all comes from <laughs> this this deep issue of like, everyone is just obsessed with the number. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. a game comes out, what's the number? What you know, just like yeah, the yeah, yeah. number, putting everything in a box of like good, bad, high number, low number. Even like, our own reviews that I don't yeah. cut. Yeah. You just like I'll go skip to the, to the end. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Huber yeah. gave it a seven. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is nowadays. Um, should we talk about FMVs? Let's do it. Okay. Take us away. I know nothing. I love them. They're fun. Off the top of your dome, favorite game with FMV in it? Resident Evil. Oh my god. Original <laughs> Resident Evil intro yeah. Yeah. is a ludicrous FMV. <laughs> Joseph! <laughs> I like forgot bad ADR. That. I forgot that until I was watching, I think, a Sphere Hunter video. I was trying to show Sophia the like story of Resident Evil. Nice, nice. And it starts with that because the director's cut got rid of that, right? It's It's in-game. The director's cut has it. There's like a sense. It's like censored. One of them is censored. I thought the director's cut was CG. The remake. The, re- the remake is CG. Oh, right. The, yeah. the, the GameCube, GameCube remake. remake. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, that great answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked our patrons in the $7 and up Patreon tiers, the film club, uh, a series of questions. And... um. Normally, a lot of times I'll break them out into different parts, but I'll just get each. Per- we'll just go through each person and see if they responded to stuff. Nice. Um, Shout out to Zach Wojnar on vacation in Poland. Told me last night. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I asked, "What's your favorite FMV game? Do FMV games count as movies?" And then b- below that is, "What about games that are almost entirely video, like Immortality, or interactive films such as Black Mirror, Bandersnatch? Like, is that a game? Is that a movie? Is it both?" It's obviously both. Mm-hmm. What What's the most iconic FMV performance? Uh, we're looking for Tim Curry uh, in Command and Conquer or whatever. Oh, he goes, my God. Space! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the last place not Command corrupted and- by capitalism. God. Space! Oh. Command and Conquer, I forgot. Those are so good. Is that Red Alert? Is that what that is? Oh, my um, God. And then I asked, what is the future of FMV? And then I always say, anything else you'd like to discuss? And then I say, we're filming Thursday, which was a lie, because baby had tummy trouble. Little Hubie had some tummy trouble, so we delayed it. Mm. It turns out a week, because it was a busy weekend. Okay, why does the mouse keep doing that? Is there somebody in there? There's a ghost in there. A ghost. Um, Zach Wojnar. I love games that use live action in some capacity. 
Remini is great at this, from the graphic novel cutscenes of Max Payne 1 and 2 to Bright Falls vignettes of Alan Wake and, of course, the Threshold Kids from Control. Hell yeah. Well, some argue Quantum Break went a bit too far with its TV show side plot, I thought it was a great way to enhance the world building and tie in with the main story. And it's great to see known Hollywood actors like Sean Ashmore and Lance Reddick uh, across the game and the show. Love, Lance. Shout out. I was I once interviewed Lance Reddick, and he lamented that he was supposed to have a much larger role in Quantum Break, uh, sequels that were never produced. Huh. Suffice to say... I'll be pleased, but not surprised, if and when he appears in Alan Wake 2 or Control 2. Mm -hmm. I also like telling lies. The game, not necessarily telling lies. I'm too righteous to tell lies. Also, remember the first scene of Metal Gear Solid 4, where you can flip through a few channels showing different TV shows and ads for the PMC armies? Hell yeah. That was awesome. Quantum Break, that is a funny one, because it was so separate. Yeah, you know a lot of these games. Yeah. It's like it's all it's all it's integrated. integrated yeah. yeah, so that's an interesting one. I remember not liking those episodes because mm. they were just like you just sit there. They were just poor. There's just like a bad TV show, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, wouldn't be surprised if Lance Reddick though. Yeah, shows up somehow. The control stuff. I I liked the way they did that with the darling little in yeah darling and the yeah. little videos and like the director showing up kind of like ethereally above you as yeah. you're doing stuff that that was all cool are you gonna play Alan Wake 2 uh pro- I don't know probably do you play one or no uh yeah some of it okay I don't think I beat it okay you should go back to it I mean I liked it yeah definitely uh, there's back. that remake I could play did that remaster, come out already remaster yeah remaster yeah easy way to play yeah easy way yeah definitely is that on the, what's that on I think everything okay yeah yeah, Contro- the mean, control universe. Yeah, it is. So hype. Control controlerverse. I, want, I need to replay control right now. I'm the in the CCU. Mood. Yeah, dude, I love control. I never finished the. I never did the Alan Wake DLC. 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 It'll be there when when the moment comes. Mm. Boot it back up. Boot it. Um. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's an interesting point because Quantum Break. Yeah, it was like, here's a game, and then here's a show. Yeah. Whereas like. I grew up with Myst or Seventh Guest or these games where it was like, here's a game with like little FMV elements, literally like green screened into the world, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, which I just, I love the look and feel of that. It's so quaint to yeah. me. It's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> um, was it, is it called Siberia with a C, this game? Isla, my most memorable thing my brother and I used to say from a game. Uh-huh. Uh, this game came with our computer. Yeah, it's called Siberia. Whoa. Siberia. Whoa. And I'm pretty sure it was there's like live action cutscenes, and this guy is like, "Where the hell are my rollades?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like my brother and I just like died of laughter. We didn't even know what the hell rollades were. Just the way he said it. That reminds me of a thing that they they uh, found in Red Litter Media. There was this guy who's eating a bunch of Tums and he's like, I got to have a Tums festival <laughs> in my stomach or whatever because he's like just eating so many Tums. Oh my God. Um, Sounds painful. Yeah, I think it would not be good for you. You can also get like calcium builds up, buildups and get kidney stones if you do if you use Tums too much. Fuck. Don't abuse Tums, kids. Yeah. Here we go. Logan Tawas. Tawasay. Alert three. All I can really say on this topic is that Command and Conquer is the peak use of FMV, with the Red Alert three being the best, mainly because of Tim Curry. Uh, it was question number two. We got there. <laughs> Tim Curry. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah. Another live chat. There's a Siberia with an S, which yeah. is a different Siberia thing. Siberia with a C. This is. It's like Cyberia. Yeah. It was one of the very first... It looked like Descent, kind of. It had like a ship on the cover. Yeah. The thing that he was talking about. It was one of the very first PC games we ever played. It like came on our like family computer. Um, God. Yeah, just never forget that The game. vibes, dude. Yeah, yeah. The vibes. Uh, Seriously. Gnarly. Um, did you play Immortality at all? Not yet. You got to play it. For, I, before really, Goaties, for sure. I'm really curious what you'll think. Yeah, about. this one looked the most interesting by far. Oh, it is, yeah. 
did not like her story. I liked her story um, fine. Yeah. Telling lies I never played. Same. I never played that one. Yeah. And her story was like, eh, I, I just, I've never really found the right one because it's like, it's kind of like there are better movies and there are better video games. And every FMV game I've played is like not the best at either of those things. There's better <laughs> games and there's better movies out there. Yeah, maybe. That, that's always kind of my headspace. And it's just because I haven't really found the right one. Yeah. I mean, I classify them as kind of a different thing yeah. entirely. Like to me, I really, I mean, I grew up with FMV stuff, so I really appreciate it. And yeah. I've always wanted to make one. Um, oh, please. Oh my God. It'd oh be, my God. It'd be please. so much fun. Wow. Um, but like, to me, it's like a different thing kind of. It's like a third thing. That is the headspace I need to, yeah. I need to readjust yeah. Yeah, to get yeah, into yeah, that yeah. headspace. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta just yeah. You gotta be down for it. Depends on what game you're playing, but like down for like a weird, quaint little yeah. Like because like the older ones like Harvester and like Night Trap. Night Trap. And, that like, was another terrible one. We yeah, but like that thing. you put your head into yeah. like a B movie space. Yeah, yeah. But you're interacting with it. Yeah. And it's like probably because it's old, it's gonna be unfair and really, really obtuse. You know, <laughs> yeah. like. Put your head in that space, and it's like, yeah. okay, I'm I'm here to have some fun, you know. Chill. What do you think the best entry point is? What would you What would you advise for you right now? Immortality. Immortality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because okay. um, immortality is like its own special thing. Cool. What's also weird about immortality is in game it doesn't tell you what you're really meant to be doing. Cool. You're just, just like go. You're yeah, kind. Of, I mean, it says sort of like this is an interactive machine that allows you to um, reassemble and piece through these films and and related footage cool but it doesn't say like what you're kind of trying to do is like what is happened a, to that actor like what happened to all these people like you know is there a warning in the beginning of the game that's like yo this is disturbing yeah there's a content warning um it 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 i, I like the way they do it because it's like hey uh we recommend looking at the content warning in the main menu but they don't say anything right there so God. you go and look at the so content you warning. have to look at it yeah whoa which uh which is nice because like if you are triggered by certain things and don't want to see that yeah like it's great to have the warning yeah. but if you aren't and yeah. don't want any spoilers or any inkling at all of what's gonna come yeah me yeah um really then it doesn't me. show it to you so it's a cool i think a good smart way to do it sick yeah um but yeah, there it it goes places. Okay, it is a it is an adult one hundred percent game for grown ups. Before this year is out, no matter what, I will play. Um, David Warren, the Sherlock game on Sega CD was oh. mind blowing for me. My mom actually rented the game and system. Hell yeah! That reminds me of Mad Dog McCree. Is that an FMV game? I know Does the name, count? but I don't remember. It was the uh, the six shooter western, and, yeah, and yeah. The, but it's like real people. Mm. You're like, bam! Does that count? Sure, <laughs> count it. Uh, like Mortal Kombat counts in my book. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> you know, anything counts. <laughs> I don't care if you want to talk about it. We're talking about it. Um, my mom actually rented the game and system and invited her friends over to play it. Like a dinner party, wow. which was pretty mind-blowing to me as a kid in the 90s. Wow. Too bad the disc was scratched and we could never beat it. Oh, besides oh. that, Command and Conquer, Wing Commander, etc. Oh, com Wing Commander, dude. Wing Shout Commander. out. I loved Wing Commander Holy as a kid. shit. My buddy had Wing Commander and we would stay up all night. Yeah, dude. My dad and I would play Wing Commander. Sick. Isn't there a... Dude, now What's I the spiritual Sherlock successor? Holmes and Sega CD. There is a spiritual successor to Wing Commander. Yeah. And I don't remember. It wasn't like Supreme Commander, right? It was different. <sighs> I, I do feel like it went into space. Weren't there like tiger people like in Twilight Imperium eventually in Wing Commander? I think so. Am I getting all my wires crossed I here? I think so, maybe, yeah. Mark Hamill was in Wing Commander 3, I've learned. Sick. From live chat. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Isan Chor, Rip Sierra, yeah. I'm more of an 80s drawn point-and-click games guy. Discworld, Day of the Tentacle, etc. Those are great. So I've only yeah. seen FMV games from afar, especially because I didn't have a CD-ROM drive for a long time. Based on how much action I take, 
I consider FMV games as games, while I see visual novel games as anime slash cartoon slash series. Wait, okay. So, FMV game is a game, but a visual novel is a is a cartoon slash anime slash series. Even slash though manga, perhaps. Even though fundamentally you're doing the same thing, and one has people and the other one doesn't. Okay, I like that take though. Uh, interesting. With the advances in realistic 3D, I find FMB to be too late. Yeah, real life doesn't look good anymore. Real, real life. <laughs> well, and it's it's that that's the thing. That's the weird thing with FMV stuff, right? Is like your budget can really show because if just like in a movie, yeah. right? Like if you don't have the ace budget and you uh, your eyes were too big for your stomach so to speak and yeah. you planned this huge grandiose thing you could have pulled that off in unreal 5 but you can't pull it off because you don't have the sets to build an entire future city for your fmv game if you're trying to shoot practically yeah. you know so it's like you gotta you gotta make the choices for your narrative that yeah. makes sense and okay. that's why i think stuff like immortality or her story are cool because like the conceit is built in where it's like in her story, it's like, you're looking at this old computer. You can even see the reflection of, like, the lights in the room you're in, quote-unquote. Yeah. Like, um, like that's cool. Or, like, observation... I'm on observation duty five or whatever, where it's like, you're looking through security camera footage, which those, I think, are... I only played it once, but it's like, that's, that's CG, you know, graphics. Yeah. But um, you could do an FMV game like that, and it would make total sense. Like, you're looking at security camera footage. Like, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Like... I love it. Isn't there a game like that? I mean, there's games where you're looking at security camera footage, but I don't know if there's an FMV game where you're looking at security camera footage. It's intense. Unless I'm on observation duty, was it? You could make no, some. I don't think it was. You could make some pretty. You could make some sick shit with FMV. You like, could. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm <laughs> saying. Sick content. I love FMV. You sick freaks. You sick freaks. I mean, Night Trap. Yeah, they like, did it right. Like that was their idea. Just like let's get. Sick, yeah. Uh, games that that uh, Isan became aware of though: Phantasmagoria one and two, Gabriel Knight, Tex Murphy. Shit, yeah, great title. I didn't know that. What a puzzle of flesh. A pu- Phantasmagoria two, a <laughs> puzzle of flesh. Great title. That is badass. <laughs> yeah, dude. it is. It is. <laughs> hey Joey, um, live person just stepped in. Uh, Tex Murphy was great. We had Under the Killing Moon, but I think I was too young to play it. Or, no, we had it, but it didn't work on our computer. Uh-huh. So there's always this disc of this cool-looking Tex Murphy guy in, yeah. like, all red with the moon behind him. And we could I, it was taunting me. Yeah. And I could never play it. Damn it. <laughs> I got to, like, find it and play it. Uh, Star Wars Rebel yeah. Assault, Redemption. Mortal Kombat, and Night Trap. Uh, yeah. Um... Tyler Travis, the seventh guest, hell yeah, was their favorite game for years. I really dug into the 11th hour, uh, but to a lesser, lesser extent. 11th hour, same deal. We had it. My dad bought it. It didn't work on our computer. I think our computer at that time, that, that point was too new. So it couldn't run it because the game was too old. Damn it. Like, that was the, that was the oh landscape back God. then. Oh, my God. Yeah, that reminds me. I love when I used to play uh, Commandos behind enemy lines. Hell yeah. One of my favorite games. And I remember... When I tried to play it on a, like a, a newer computer because I had it and then we got a new family computer like way later, I went back to it and the computer was too good. So the game ran at like 8x speed. <laughs> so the characters were like zoop, zoop, zoop and you couldn't slow it down. So they like, had what the, the hell is this? I think that's like the frame pacing was like locked to the yeah. CPU or whatever. Yes. That's so yes. funny. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Travis asks, if anyone played Soldier Boys, with a Z, based on the 97 movie, I read that Darren Aronofsky directed the FMV pieces, and I've never been able to find it. Oh, my God. I've never even heard of that. Wow. I must find this. Dude. Um, Fun fact, uh, Tyler created a choose-your-own-adventure FMV game using director in college named Pawns. Like everything else at the time, it was a poor Tarantino ripoff set to a <laughs> DJ Shadow soundtrack. I love that. <laughs> Look at this box art. For- 
So, I've seen that. Holy I've seen shit. that box. Holy shit. I recognize the Soldier Boys. Oh my God, Darren Aronofsky's listed on this. Holy crap. Oh my God. That's the Soldier so Boys funny. game received a score of zero out of five from Computer <laughs> Game Strategy Plus, who called it, quote, one of the worst games to ship in the last few years, one that has no redeeming qualities. No current shooter is nearly as bad as this game. Someone please <laughs> oh recommend this for Trash God. Babies, please. GameSpot, dude, 3.8 out of 10. Criticized characters as unrelatable, crosshairs as laggy, and the jungle scenes as, quote, a blurry mass of pixels. <laughs> <laughs> You're better off renting a John Woo flick. <laughs> what? Shade on John Woo, dude. What? No, it's like you're better off renting it than shelling out money for this. That's so funny. Wow. Shout out to Soldier this is relevant. Boys. The zero out of five com for Computer Gaming World, quote, this just might be the game that drives a stake into the heart of FMV. <laughs> wow. That that wow. Well, that's an interesting point because back <laughs> then, that's a that's a sentiment that I think you would see a lot of, like in in like PC gamer or whatever. Is like, is this finally the end of FMV? <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, you know, like <laughs> things are moving beyond FMV. Like yeah. we have the technology, you know. And it's like it was always. That's why FMV feels like a kitschy little fun thing to me because yeah. it's like it shouldn't it's, exist. It's or that something. thing that keeps trying to like get killed, you know. Yeah. And it's like, no, FMV is like a cute little thing, and it's wonderful. 40 bucks on eBay. 40 bucks. <laughs> Dude, I'll, uh, so I would shell that out. I would shell that out for we a Trash baby. Oh I would God. shell that out for a Trash baby. Uh, <laughs> Dude, what was that game we played, that PlayStation game? It was a FMV, full FMV game. Uh, it was like, the, the uh, there was like a girl... Yeah. It might have been um, named after yeah, her. Yeah, it was named. It was her name, chat. Yeah. Like Rebecca or yeah, something uh, Erica. Like Erica. Erica. That one was all right. That one was all that right. I forgot right. about that. I liked that one. That was sick, actually. Yeah, yeah. And that was full FMV. And there's a, there's a horror one called like As Dark Falls or something like that where you're like nice. in a hotel with like a psycho guy and he's like chasing you all around. It's really intense. Jesus. You would like it. It's very scary. Um, all right. Garrett, Hall, Garrett yeah. Hallfish. Oh, I don't want to play an FMV game tonight. Dude, immortality. immortality. Yeah, I want to play it tonight. F immortality tonight. Seriously. Uh, Garrett Hallfish, I've always loved the FMV moments in Remedy games, uh, whether it's Nightfalls and Alan Wake, yeah. the video messages and controller, full-on episodes in Quantum Break, they really sucked me in. And their games hold up enough graphically that the FMV segments, segments never distract from the in-game visuals. Um... Apparently, I need to go back and uh, check out these Quantum Break episodes again because that's the second person people praising liked them. them. Yeah, maybe you just weren't ready. I wasn't ready. You weren't ready. Yeah. What, wasn't there another game that like, the game Divergence or something? Divergence, Divergent. That's that. There was movie. some other. Yeah. Oh, what am I thinking of? There was some other thing that tried to do the like game show thing, hmm. game and show thing. Targray. Well, I love FMV games. I really appreciate games using FMV sequences without fully relying on them. The commercials in MSG4 come to mind are the military stock footage and other Metal Gear uh, games. Um, or like when the, ra when the radar changes at the end of 2. It's just like a picture of some lady or whatever. That blew my mind at the time. Um... <laughs> <laughs> or what about the little live action skating openings of Tony Hawk games yeah oh hell in yeah. the recent uh, Age of Empires 4 they even put a whole real life docu-series in the campaign are you serious I've been playing Age of Empires 4 There's and a it documentary is so there? good wow that's cool Nick H my uh, first that came to mind uh, and where I mostly got my FMV fill in the early days was the C&C series Command and Conquer uh, lovely performances from Tim Curry Michael Ironside Joseph Ironside. Kukan uh, James Earl Jones among others uh, good memories. Yeah, those are really, they got some big names in those. Talking about FMV game, uh, film and games, you should check out Underdog Detective if you haven't. I haven't. They filmed uh, that as a choose-your-own-adventure-style interactive story game on the same set they filmed the show it's based on. Don't know exactly how the storylines intertwine, but I believe it acts as a prequel. Anyway, a kind of brilliant way for uh, multiple uses of the same set, and I think it could be explored further. Yeah, that is a cool idea. Underdog Detective. I don't even know what that is. What? Next comment. DRD7 and 14. I hope you guys bring up the FMVs in Star Wars Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight. 
Yo. They're legendary and sorely missed. Fucking forgot about these. Oh my god. I don't Kyle think I ever Katarn. played this one. Dude, there's some freak Sith with like uh, the Star Trek guy, this thing. Yeah. He's got like the, the visor. Yeah. yeah. So good. Like <laughs> legit gritty Star Wars live action cutscenes. And at the time that came out, Star Wars wasn't oversaturated. Yeah. So it was like this, this, this gift. Amazing. Amazing pull. I forgot all about that. Yeah, because they dropped those in the later ones. So sick. Dark Forces, Dark Forces 2, Jedi Outcast, Jedi Academy. That's the... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because Dark Force... Yeah, is, are Dark Forces... Decanonized? On anything? Oh. There are, you're, y'all are making me want to play so many fucking games today. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. That was the hope for this episode, is just to <laughs> raise awareness of FMV games, get everyone hyped about all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is like more more games have it than I. Dude, it was like the thought. thing. It was like yeah. the thing for a minute in the nineties. Yeah, like Dark Forces is animated. Yeah, the first Dark Forces is right, but Dark Forces Two has, has never played shit. it. Yeah, the dude with the yeah, he looks cool. He's all like bald and shit. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh wait, the guy I'm thinking of doesn't have the over his eyes though. It's just like the weird ear cups. Oh okay. The cyborg guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, RF switch, cracks knuckles. All right, kids, settle in. Auntie RF is gonna drop an extra weird game on y'all. <laughs> so a long time ago, I was given a '96 PC game called Toonstruck. I remember this. Uh, it is a point-and-click adventure in which you play as a failing animator played by Christopher what? Lloyd. Uh, What's the Brad pulled- Pitt movie? Cool world. Cool world, okay. Uh, He's pulled into his own creation to save the world from an evil dictator who is trying to turn the world into a place (laughs) filled with nightmares with his mutagen beam. Mutagen beam. Mutagen beam. Perfect. Now, that idea is really cool, and the world itself has some really amazing set pieces and characters, but what's really striking about it is that Christopher Lloyd is the only character that (laughs) is live action, human, and everything else is a Western cartoon. So it's like opposite of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Moreover, my stepfather knows one of the storyboard artists, and he's he was sent a book on the storyboards from the game, along with some storyboards for the Earthworm Jim animated series. I thumbed through the Toonstruck book, and it was wild, especially after beating the game and knowing what was cut from the storyboards. The cast also includes Tim Curry, Dom DeLuise, holy shit, uh, David Ogden Steers, Rob Paulson, and Dan Castanella. What a cast. If you ever get a chance to look up the game, do so. It's a wild time for a game that has the classic point-and-click adventure game energy. Awesome. Dude, I really want to play I was aware of this game, but I never played it. Toonstruck, how much? Yeah. Oh, I bet you used $35. He's looking it up. He's looking oh it God, up. It's on Steam, dude. <gasps> it's on Steam, this, oh dude. Oh, my God. It's $10. 10 it's bucks. fucking on Steam. You can just buy it right now. Oh, shit. Christopher Lloyd in an electric chair. We're streaming it. <laughs> it's the We're freaking... streaming it. Released in 2016. Yeah. Interplay? Who redid it? Who updated it? Developer Burst. Dude. Crazy. This is a stream, it's dude. It's here and it's 10 This months. is a stream, dude. Amazing. That sounds hype. First review, recommended. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. D's butts. Very, very cool. I think the player's control over the Add pacing. another game to the list. Yeah. <laughs> and order of scenes and her story and immortality specifically make them fall in the video game category. Bandersnatch is a bit more fuzzy sure, as the director sure. still controls everything. The person watching only chooses which predetermined path they want to see. Mm-hmm. True. When Clue was in theaters, this is great. This is a good point. <laughs> Did the alternate endings make it a game for whoever picked which ending to run? <laughs> uh, was the audience watching a game even if they weren't aware of the choice? Choosing a very distinct path is not enough interactivity to make it a game for me. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you have to be like doing more than It's on GOG too. Okay, cool. Yeah. The 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 if you're just choosing like A or B, it doesn't count. It's a choose your own adventure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you do anything more than that, if you do any kind of puzzle solving or like anything outside of like this way or this way, I think it's game. Yeah. I mean, it gets it's getting more and more murky, which I love. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm thinking about We Are OFK, which is basically an interactive TV show. Last night. Where you interact, like, you, you have a, a or B choice every, like, minute or two. Sick. And, like, that's it. 
Besides the music videos where you can like move stuff around, but it doesn't impact anything. Yeah. I got to play that. You told me to play that. It's cute. There was a headline last like night it. that said, if you love Life is Strange and Night in the Woods, play We Are OFK. And I'm like, I love both of those. <laughs> yeah. I think you'd dig it. I think you'd dig it. Um, Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-rob-bob-will. I don't know how iconic it is, but I always adored the performance of Gen in Riven. Yes! Riven. Riven, the sequel to Mist. Sorry. I was like yelling through that. I always adored the performance of Gen in Riven, the sequel to Mist. For some odd reason, whenever I would watch... Tywin Lannister, I would be reminded of Gen. Yeah, dude. Very similar vibes, in my opinion, and great villains in both of them. Cold calculating, but also helps you on your journey in an attempt to persuade you to his side. And all of that character is packed into just two or three five-minute cutscenes. Impressive. Dude, Riven is so good and so hard. Probably the hardest to miss, for sure. Is it a direct sequel? It's the sequel to Mist, yeah. Um, All of them are... I mean, all the Mist games are in the same universe. How many are there now? Mist, Riven, Mist Three, Exile. It goes. It goes Mist to Riven to Mist Three. Mist Riven. It's Mist Riven, the sequel to Mist. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's. Funny. It's literally called Riven, the sequel. to That's Mist. funny. Okay. And then it's Mist Three, Exile, I Got believe, it. and then Mist Four, End of Ages, Mist Five, Revelations, or maybe it's Mist Five, Mist Four, Revelations, and Mist Five, End of Ages, and then yeah. Uru. Uru. Um, which then became uh, Mist Online. Uh, and that was the last one. Yeah. And how long ago was that? <sighs> 10 years. So it's been like 10 years, no new and then Mist. Then they came out with Ab- Abduction, which is not a Mist game. Spiritual successor kind of thing? Kind of. And then um, they're working on Figment right now, Filament. Same crew? Cyan. That worked yeah, on Cyan Mist? Cyan Worlds, yeah. Awesome. So maybe like after this Robin one, they'll go Miller back to... Guys. Maybe. And I just want to like see you get hyped on a new mist. Oh, dude, I mean, I would, I I would lose it. my mind. Yeah. I would lose my mind. <laughs> Firmament, maybe? Firmament. That feels right. I want to see you pop off, dude. Oh, yeah. Mist. I mean, I'm jazzed on Firmament. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they've re-released Mist like 800 times. Like, yeah. there's Mist on everything. There's like, <laughs> Mist Mist uh, VR is really cool. They just added hand tracking, so you don't even have to use uh, uh, whatever, controllers. Yeah. Those things with your hands. Um, anyway, hell yeah. Shout out to, to Tywin Lannister. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot that was him. That's so good. Alexander Zirinov. I think if we want to draw the line between movie and video game movies and video games, then presence of live actors on screen should be should not be a criterion. Otherwise, Remedy will be making movies and Pixar will be making games. True. We shouldn't look at things like acting, The Last of Us, and BBC documentaries, uh, production process, gravity was shot on a small soundstage, etc. The only criteria that I that makes sense, I think, is whether this is a passive or active experience. Therefore, mm-hmm. FMV games do not count as movies, including Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Great. So an opposite opinion, kind of, uh, than the person over here. Yeah. I mean, the real the real T is like, doesn't really matter what you call it, but it's yeah. like, I love them. <laughs> That's it. Um, you love it? But it is an interesting kind of just thought process of like, what am I doing here? Am I yeah. playing a game or am I watching a movie? Yeah. Kind of both, I guess. Yeah. Uh, VA Ranto, um, out of the more recent uh, ones, Five Dates 2020 was a pretty fun little game. Oh, is that the one? You're Vinny and you're trying uh, digital dating with five possible female matches. Yeah, okay. That is the one. It was where you're trying to go on a date. I think I like bought that one but never played it. Late Shift 2016. I, I saw this one too. Also had its moments. It's short, a sort of a short thriller with different endings, etc. I'd love to play her story someday. I've heard so much good about it. It's good. Super Sushi. Mm-hmm. Love FMV games. The best I've played so far has to be her story. Haven't gotten immortality yet. The intriguing story, convincing performance, and innovative gameplay make it a standout in the genre, in my opinion. Among my other favorites are Phantasmagoria 1 and 2, insane point-and-click horror games with a classic B-movie overacting. We should play those two during... Uh, October. Yeah, have we ever played those? I don't think so. Okay. I've played a little of Phantasmagoria yeah. 1 back in the day, but... Um, classic B-movie overacting, which in my mind is synonymous with this genre. I mean, yeah, Seventh Guest is like... I mean, it's one of my favorite games of all time, and it's like, the acting is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> also, some of the puzzles are like run-killingly hard. Like the oh Osmosis puzzle is basically impossible. Um... 
Plus a surprising amount of gore. Shout out to The Complex, a sci-fi thriller FMV in which you play as a scientist who's locked down during a bioweapon attack bio-weapon. in London trying to find a cure. Very fun game. The Complex. I haven't, I don't know if I'm aware of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very cool. Uh, most iconic performance is Chris Jones in the Tex Murphy series. His dry wit perfectly fits the hard-boiled detective archetype. Fun noir sci-fi point-and-click games in case you haven't played them. I'm aware of Tex Murphy. I always wanted to play them, but I haven't. Shout-out also goes to Night Trap for making politicians go, video games are evil. Iconic work. Yeah, true. Everyone freaked out about that because I think it had, like, a girl on it in the cover. Um, Pie in the Sky for uh, Dream for FMVs, in my opinion, would be a holodeck from Star Trek. Hell yeah. Being able to replace any character in a movie... And playing the story from their perspective embodies the concept of FMV games in their final form. Imagine being Thanos during the snap. Oh, my God. More likely, though, I think FMV games will remain in their niche, only breaking into the more mainstream consciousness with games like Her Story, who offer an interesting gameplay twist, or games like Super Seducer, which get picked up by streamers for the lulls. I'm unaware of Super Seducer. (laughs) Google that. Super Seducer. Yeah. I mean, I have a guess. Um, would you like to start an FMV game? Hell yeah. If yes, I what kind of game? One. I'm going to make one. Uh, if yes, what kind of game slash story would you like to star in? Also, Hubert, I'm sorry if you mentioned it before, but did you like the Better Call Saul finale? He uh, loved it. One of my favorite episodes of TV of all time. Yeah. This super seducer is $3. Learn state-of-the-art seduction secrets from the master himself, Richard LaRuina, in this incredibly valuable live-action seduction simulator. Oh, my God. <laughs> this looks insane. This looks like an insane video game. <laughs> Jesus. So it's like the game or something? Like learning, like, pickup Reviews artist tricks? of all time, very positive, 84%. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is. Um... right now. Uh, If I were to make an FMV game or star in one, something like really mysterious and like, I mean, Immortality was really cool. Like something that has like a little bit of a magical or horror edge to it. Mm -hmm. That would be really cool. I'd watch. Would you ever want to be in an FMV game? If it was you making one, yeah. I mean, if I'm making one, I'll probably have to put a lot of you in it. Yeah. (laughs) Cold Smith, what's your favorite FMV game? Honestly, I'm far less familiar with these FMV games. Just haven't played a lot of them. I really love the Centennial Case, the Square Enix detective game, and Telling Lies is really good. I also enjoy watching all the Easy Ally streams of FMV games. I, being Isla's age, am also very aware of Jack Thompson flip-outs in the 90s against stuff like Night Trap and MK due to it looking too real and being dangerous to the minds of kids and all that malarkey. Also, do games like D and Dragon's Lair count? Not live action, but same vibes, really. Same vibes, for sure. I still want to play D. D hype. It's like one of my all-time games I've wanted to play forever. Hell yeah. Um, do FMV games count as movies? Uh, what about games that are almost entirely... Oh, wait. I'm reading my own prompt. Blah, blah, blah. Skip that. We've already talked about that. Uh, most iconic FMV performance is when you, you shot... The, when that kid shot you in Harvester. Oh, my God. <laughs> Insane. That was amazing. Check out Trash Babies if you don't know what we're talking about. One of about. the most insane Harvester. things I've ever experienced in a game. That was fucking nuts. Trash Babies Harvester oh chat. God. Uh, viewers, listeners. Uh, incredible video game. What Dude. the hell? Uh, we did a Trash Babies on it. Uh, yeah. More shocking than The Last of Us, honestly. I was oh, shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? They also want to know who watches The Watchmen. I watched the hell out of the God, series. Watchmen. But also no one, isn't that the point? Yeah. That they're That's they've the got point. they've got no one to hold them accountable. Yep. Conrad Rorschach to crack the case. <laughs> <laughs> this prompt made my mind go straight to Seventh Guest, and it's probably the most iconic FMV game of the nineties. Hell yeah. However, I've never actually played it. And having watched the opening sequence on YouTube, I'm kind of glad I never did. Oh, aside from Mist, which is amazing, I never, I, I never really got into the genre, but in, highly enjoyed the FMV sequences in games like Resident Evil, Inscription, and Command and Conquer. Oh my God, Inscription. Ten. Yeah, good ten stuff. Uh, which brings me to the most iconic performance has to be Tim Curry as Premier Antole Chardenko in uh, Red Alert Three. 
Shout out to Joseph K. Kukan. Am I saying his last name right? As Kane. Kane. Yeah, that character is nuts. So legendary. The original CNC. So much camp and over the top joyous acting. Mm -hmm. You can really tell that Curry struggles back to hold back a hearty belly laugh in every scene. (laughs) Just grade A getting paid and laughing all the way to the bank performance. Speaking of the borderland between movies and FMV, between 1994 and 95, Swedish public service broadcast two seasons of a drama show called Du Bastamer, which means you decide, uh, where each episode presented a, nor- a moral tr- uh, dilemma with Fucking two choices. Mirror. The viewers would then vote over telephone Dude. to decide the outcome, which would then be revealed the following episode. I love that stuff like that. That is some Black Mirror vibes. That is amazing. I'm nervous. Oh, that's so good. You decide. Oh man. Um They think that FMV genre has an interesting future as it's been more and more as a creative tool by independent devs with fresh ideas than a budget for gimmick reasons, I think in place of CGI cutscenes. Yeah, that's that's what I am excited about too, is that now Whereas in the in the old days it felt like sometimes it was a budget choice. Yeah. Now somebody who's making an FMV game because they love FMV. Games. Yeah, passion project. Yeah, for sure. Great, great, great call. And great it's call. like I love that about it. Yep. And also as a filmmaker and a video game enthusiast. Yeah. I love both, and like I again, I really want to make an FMV game. Yes. <laughs> I really want to. I need that idea though. I've been thinking through a bunch. I thought maybe like an alien abduction one might be funny. Oh my god, yes. Starring David Duchovny. Yeah. Well, that already and happened. Jillian Anderson. Remember the movie Evolution? They already did that bit. Damn it. Kind of. Mellow Fellow. Highly recommend anyone who likes FMV implementation to play this year's Not for Broadcast. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Uh, Guinness World Record for most FMV footage in a game. Wow. Oh. But it's not quantity over quality. Uh, it's a genuinely good game where you play as a broadcast control operator and basically work the news with branching story paths and has about 15 different endings. Cannot recommend it enough. It's one of my favorite games this year. Insane yeah, year. I've I've wanted to play that. What? Insane year for indies. Was that this year? I thought that was earlier. But um, I think I remember Damiani streamed it or something. Everyone really? was saying that I should play it because as like I do live switching as a you know part of my job. But came out this year, January. Wow. Maybe it was early access before. Insane. Best um, year ever. Steam. Oh, it was on Steam earlier this year. Okay. Uh, Tokyo Slam, last one. I did some community beta testing for Sierra back in the 90s, and Phasma- Phantasmagoria 2, A Puzzle of Flesh, was one of them. Puzzle I love Phantasmagoria 1, and while 2 had a great S&M kink slash Nine Inch Nails kind of vibe to it, <laughs> hell yeah. Mechanically, it was the height of the obtuse point and click. Oh, you didn't look at the picture three times in Chapter 2? Now you can't open a door in Chapter 6, lol. <laughs> also Mortal worst. Kombat. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Hell yeah Tokyo Hell Slam. yeah. Patron State of Easy Allies. Uh, that's it. That'll do it. That's it. So yeah, I mean, obviously my favorites are like Mist, Seventh Guest, yeah. Immortality was really good. Oh, FMP Games, I love you. I just get like fall vibes. I'm getting really fall vibes right now sure. in general in my life. Sure. Cutting Mysterious Monsters, I was getting big fall vibes. I'm really October, excited right for yeah, I'm really excited for Halloween coming up. I just love it. I love it. I love it. And FMV like almost always gives me fall vibes. I like that. You know? Like loose horror, yeah. but like cozy horror usually yeah. FMV. I feel that. Fall vibes. Fall. The fall with Jillian Anderson. The Fall with Lee Pace. <laughs> Good one. Both great. Both great. Uh, thank you to everyone for watching, listening. Thank you everyone watching along live with us on the uh, behind the scenes tier. If you are interested in getting in on our film club, just be a $7 or up patron. Uh, behind the scenes is $20 and up. Um, but thank you anyway for watching or listening. Uh, be sure to rate our podcast on the audio service of your listening that you're listening on if you like it it really helps the show rate it if you're watching it on youtube give it a like and subscribe and ring the bell and all that it helps the channel a lot um thank you so much everybody uh we have shout outs our high, one of our higher tiers on patreon where we shout out these beautiful people jabba wobs el thanis greg the dark knight kettering and anna croth shout, shout out. out thank you very much um 
Yeah. And we will see you again next month for another exciting reaction shot. It's October. It's going to be so much fun. It's like the best time of the year for movies and shit. Yes, yes. Woo! TV, though. Can't stop it this year. You I've, I've heard it's one of the best years for TV it. in history. It really is. It really is. I, it is stone cold the best year. <laughs> Love that. All right, bye.